and welcome to a toast to rom-coms. This is Marie. This is Allison. Hey, cool cats and kittens. It's James. It's the worst. <laughs> it is the worst. <laughs> Although I will say, James, in case you guys haven't watched, James is referring to Tiger King. He's playing the role of Carol Baskin. He also does a wonderful Joe Exotic. Oh, we'll get it. We'll get there later. (laughs) (laughs) He had to practice before I sent you that Snapchat a little bit. Like he, he kind of cracks under pressure. I love it. It was wonderful. (laughs) It's pretty good. Although I don't think anybody can do a good, as good an impression as uh, what's his name? Jeff Lowe. He does a good one on the show. I don't I don't know who that is. Yes, you do. Wait. Do, do, how many episodes have you watched? Just the two. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. You're not going to find out him till like five or like episode four or five. Guys, I've been watching these movies and I have a toddler. Like, when do you want me to watch all these episodes? Well, you're, it's quarantine. But I'm glad you guys brought up Tiger King because our movie kind of relates to it today. Oh, absolutely. Super topical. Yeah. Bringing up baby. A uh, classic. From back in what? The 30s? 38. Isn't that crazy? It is. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely the oldest movie we've watched, right? I think we might have a couple older ones, though, on the list. Okay. Ooh, older ones still to come. Um, But yeah, Bringing Up Baby came out 38, starring Katherine Hepburn, Cary Grant, and... um. Oh, I was trying to see if they had the name of the the leopard, but they don't. Besides baby. <laughs> uh, I don't think they're going to give those animals any credits uh, back in 1938 because it was pretty evident that it was not under code for probably 2020. Hey, George the dog got a credit. George the dog's real name is Asta. They probably sent the leopard to the gas chamber once they were done with it. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference to the movie guys. Yeah, I no, know I know. Actually did oh, that. don't you worry. I wrote that down. I, I was talking to the listeners, not you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this movie was um directed by Howard Hawks and written by Dudley Nichols, Hager Wild. I love that name. Hager Wild. That's yeah, that's it though. Okay. Sorry, there were three listings, but they were both Hager Wild. And I don't think there's two of them. A name so nice, he bills it twice. <laughs> uh, so, again, we'll do our little our, our little pandemic talk in reference to the cocktail. Yep. Allison had found a wonderful martini called the Lusty Leopard. Yeah. Ooh. I know. It would have been amazing, but we couldn't get the ingredients because pandemic and liquor stores closed and you're not supposed to be out unless absolutely necessary. So instead today we're going to be drinking a whiskey sour. And why did you pick this Allison? Um, it was, un- it was here. Let me find the, um, let me actually, if you don't mind, I'll edit out all these awkward pauses, but I want to find the article that mentioned it. Okay. Cause I just but- straight up Googled Catherine Hepburn cocktail Mm-hmm. And under an article in the Wall Street Journal, <laughs> um, there it's titled "The Catherine Hepburn of Cocktails," and it goes on to name a whiskey sour with the ingredients. 
Okay. So she was a big whiskey drinker, especially scotch. So it, we had the ingredients. It loosely fit. Yep. This is what we're doing. That's it. um so in a whiskey sour um you have whiskey i have bourbon in mine what do you have your in yours bourbon bourbon yeah don't act so surprised it's not called a bourbon sour it's a whiskey sour well you whenever i sent the cocktail ingredients over to you you were like i don't have bourbon oh i lied i had bourbon okay (laughs) almost a full bottle okay Two ounces bourbon, three-fourths ounce of simple syrup, three-fourths ounce lemon juice. Um, you shake it and you put it in a glass. It call You're supposed to have a maraschino cherry and an orange wheel, but mm-hmm. that we was a no-go. We don't got those things. Nope. We do have ice, though, and liquor. So, Cheers. 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 It's good. It's not bad. I threw what? I threw a full ounce of lemon in mine. I don't know if that's considered cheating, but I like it. I might want that for the next one just to see. I don't hate it as much as I thought I would hate it. Have you ever had a whiskey sour? Yeah, but with the pre-made. Like the mix. Yeah, the pre-made mix, which is rather sweet. Even yeah, though it's supposed to be sour. I actually don't like the pre-made mix, personally, mm-hmm. because it's too sweet. Okay, I don't know how easily two of these will go down because it is rather a strong aftertaste. Bitch, I gotta work tomorrow. Oh, uh, uh, what time do you have to get up? Mm, Six forty since I showered today. Okay. Wow. Good for you. Thanks. I mean, technically, I have to work, too. All right. Let's get a summary going here. I don't want to keep you up late on a school night. Oh, thanks. Thanks for that. <clears throat> but drinking alcohol on a school night's fine for all you cool cats and kittens <laughs> out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, This movie is about... A paleontologist? Archaeologist? Or did they call uh, him He's a not out there on the dig site, so he might be a paleontologist. It's about this guy who's a doctor who works at the museum trying to construct a dinosaur from Bronosaurus. Thank you. Um, and in the. He's looking for the intercostal clavicle. <laughs> he needs one last bone. And uh, as rom-com coincidence would have it, he's trying to get money for donations for the museum and meets this menace of a woman. And she basically follows him around for two whole days. And she has a leopard. Um, The leopard gets loose and they have to try to find it together. Basically, it's the millionaire's money who he wants. And that's the leopard's owner so if he helps find the leopard he's going to get the million dollars for his museum yeah 
chaos ensues. Even the summary was chaotic because it's got so much crazy stuff going and you on. You might have heard our dog in the background playing with a ball. What can you do? It's quarantine. <laughs> I do not hear her, but I do see her, and I'm enjoying it. (laughs) Yeah, the cat's, like, cautiously interested. Yeah, she she might be trying to get after that ball, too. (laughs) Um, So, this is, I don't know, maybe my fifth, sixth time watching this movie from start to finish. It's probably my second time start to finish. And this Um, is probably my first and a half. Yeah. First and a half. Because he saw the back half of it at dad's once. No, the first half. And he was doing his thing where he's like looking on his phone because he finds black and white movies boring for the most part. And uh, Too bad that wasn't uh, letter B on Scategories today for things that are boring. <laughs> we played Scategories today. I kicked his ass. Nice. Um, And then, you know, he keeps watching it and he keeps putting the phone down. And then finally phone is just put away. Yeah, you know, because this is such a good movie. I, it, it, so many laugh out louds. Oh no, the face! You don't like this movie? I was bored. What? Oh my god, it's cr- it was uh, really funny. I is it because not, you've seen it five or six times? I don't know, but this time around, like I remember loving this movie, and then I'm watching it yesterday, and I'm like, I can't finish this tonight. It's just too long too boring and bernard was like you gave me shit because i didn't like it last time and now you don't like it and i just didn't like it uh <laughs> yeah i don't know i i I was very entertained we were like belly laughing at some of the things yeah i don't know if i laughed once this time around well it does not stand the test of time for me is it because you're watching the tiger king <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because I wanted to watch the Tiger King instead. I was like, this this hits too close to home, this unregulated passing of the leopard. I feel like in the 30s, anything goes, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Anything goes in Florida and Oklahoma as well. Yep. It, was it, and is it South Carolina or North Carolina? What were those? An- with Doc Antle. Oh, it's, uh, um shit, South Carolina? Is that where Myrtle Beach is? Yeah. Yeah, it's South Carolina. Yeah, I just, from the moment his piece was disturbed on the golf course, like, he was in the museum, and I was like, man, this seems great. You're just by yourself in the museum, hanging out. You put your AirPods in and just... His 1938 AirPods? (laughs) He needs his Victrola. He needs to crank his Victrola. (laughs) That's what he needs to do. But I will say, like, his fiance was terrible. She was a bitch. Oh, yeah. Was she? Can you imagine? Well, she was just so uptight. And, like, seems like such a prude. Like, there, this is too important. There will be no domestic entanglements. Yeah, no domestic entanglements was funny. No honeymoon, no kids. Well, what? it was very important. They're about to finish the brontosaurus. And they had to get back to work right after their wedding the next day. How long does it? take to put one bone in a brontosaurus ask allison why ask me (laughs) i was just a put put a bone in joke (laughs) (laughs) okay i don't know (laughs) that one went way over your head (laughs) yeah um 
I have I have something very I think you guys will be interested to hear about, but I don't know where to fit it in now. Maybe I'll do it sometime in unbelievability, just because I don't want to save it to the end because I think we should well, talk kick, about it throughout the episode. Kick it off. I mean, believability wise, you know, James. you know how James is with his notes, listeners. He doesn't really take very many. But I did write a few down, and the number one thing that I wanted to... How many are on there? <laughs> one, four. two, three, four, five, six. But notes. the last two are one words. One word notes. First of all, the last two are three words and two words, respectively. <laughs> Anyways, I wrote, what's up, Doc? Took so much inspiration from this movie. And you guys oh. loved that movie, and we liked that movie. And I think this movie is exactly what's up, Doc. You have weird professors have these insane women that come and like ruin their lives. Yeah. There's a bunch of mix ups with true. everything. They like don't know whose shit is what the whole movie. Like the car the and leopard, the golf balls. The cars, the golf balls. Like they just it's very, very similar to what's up, Doc. Very interesting, James. I like it. That's a great point. Great great add in there yeah i mean rocks fossils they're sort of the same yeah <laughs> yes they're but, old but I, but like i really saw like katherine hepburn's character was like the exact same person as barbara streisand's character like just this tornado that like annihilates everything <laughs> i just kept calling her a menace throughout the entire movie <laughs> she was and i just I don't know. I just didn't really like her that much. I didn't find her likable, but that makes sense because Barbara Streisand's character in What's Up, Doc, I didn't like her that much either. No, I don't think she... I mean, I I, I don't think she was likable. Um, I think she was very conniving and like smart in that way because yeah. she had this whole act where I think she... she meant to come across as dumb, but she was actually very smart and getting exactly what she wanted. Where she like purposefully asked that psychiatrist, like she want just wanted that one phrase of men, the, the love, the love conflict center thing? is where the parts of the brain that conflict is, or whatever the hell she said. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, she was like, okay, thanks, and then like used it on him like five seconds later, and she just was like a like a little con artist, but I guess so was Barbara Streisand in that in uh, the mm-hmm. other movie. Yeah, I'm going to be thinking about that a lot now, James. You're welcome. <laughs> this movie, I mean, even aside from the whole leopard thing, maybe after watching Tiger King, that's the most, believable, most believable aspect. Yeah. Um, everything is completely unbelievable. Completely unbelievable. Begin- you, you stretch to find something that's believable. In beginning to end. Yeah, believable or like just coincidence, flat out coincidence happening. Except for hitting somebody else's golf ball on the golf course. That happens a lot more than you'd think. <laughs> All right. Not after not after they point out to you that that's their ball. Uh, and you're like, well, oh, okay. I mean, once they hit it, what the fuck are you going to do? Because I've had that happen. <laughs> you're just like, you go over and you see somebody and they hit a golf ball. And then you walk over there and you're like, well, my ball's gone. So <laughs> I guess I'll just drop another one. <laughs> Do you have to take a penalty because of that? I mean, in real golf, yes, but not in like dicking around with people. Okay, that seems very unfair. Here, this is what this is how I play golf. Which is, I didn't, I took like most of last year off. But here's what I do: if I was on the PGA Tour, I would never lose a ball 
because there's a million people everywhere and they run around and find it for you. Mm. So if I hit a ball and it just goes over a hillside and then, you know, I'm the only two people out there with like a friend of mine and you can't find it after like 10 minutes. I just drop one in the like where it kind of was or went and just keep playing because in the real like if I was a pro, people would be like, here it is right here. Like, like regular recreational courses aren't taken care of that well. So you can easily lose it in grass or like if it's high, you can just like lose stuff. So that's how I play golf. Millie's fart drop. Oh, it's real bad. Oh, I was, I thought that you were making a disgusted face at James. I was like, he's just stating facts. Calm down. No, I'm cheating at golf and it makes her so mad. (laughs) So mad. (laughs) (laughs) No, her farts lately have been real bad is she it's ate the, it's the fish oil you're giving her maybe but or maybe she, it's the half bag of baked or loaded baked potato ruffles that she got off the counter the other day yeah that's i bet it was tasty though they sound delicious they're pretty good so not believable at all unbelievable i'm gonna go i don't know if we can list every single thing but there's a few things that i just want to highlight Oh, I think we make a I think we make a run at it here. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to talk about everything, but we can list them off. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, smashing all those cars while she's trying to get out of the golf course. No, I'm glad I want to bring this up because that happens a lot, but I thought James might know. Did cars back then have keys? Uh, I think so. I think the only cars that specifically don't have keys are like military jeeps and vehicles because like if like obviously if somebody in wartime gets shot and killed like you're not going to go look for a, a key off a body so they always have like a hidden way to like a button thing to hold and press and they'll just start but i'm pretty sure most vehicles even way back when in the 20s and 30s operated using an actual key I didn't understand how she was able to keep stealing cars. I Unless they were leaving the keys in the car, but why would you do that? Unless if you have the same make and model, does the same key fit? No. I kept thinking that while she was, like, old cars, but did they not know? Maybe, but I don't, I, again, I don't really know too much about, like, pre-war cars and stuff like that. It's out of my realm of expertise. It's crazy to yeah. think that this movie is pre-World War II. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. The smashing all those cars. She An may or may not maniac. have keys. What's she that? She just pushes the the one car that is like actually in her way. Like I can see maybe like sideswiping the one trying to pull out of that tight spot, but she literally just rams the one that's in front of her out of the way because they're like double parked. And she's like doing <laughs> it like hunky dory. She's like I know she's like Tap, tap, tap. Yeah. Just goes after it. It was nuts. Um, How about him slipping on an olive? You would not slip and fall on an olive. The olive would be crushed. Olives are not like marbles. It's not like a banana peel. Even so. (laughs) All I thought that whole time is I want to try that trick. (laughs) Of slapping the back of your hand and popping an olive into your mouth. That that would be a good trick. Brings me to my next. I think I re- really could do it, but that that's the easy part. Like I, the dude was like doing like a magic trick, right? Like he was like yeah. throwing olives and then making another one throw appear in his hand from his palm, I guess. But it was it was impressive. 
uh, next unbelievability thing is playing with some random dude's olives. She sits down at that table and just starts going at his olives. <laughs> and he didn't care. He don't touch to people's be fair, foods. To be fair, he cared a little bit. It's like once she started talking to people, she never gave them the opportunity to like get upset or say anything otherwise and they just seemed to like give up but like the guy was like perturbed at the beginning and then she like stroked his ego with the psychology talk yeah yeah she was she was good uh his jacket ripping that easily yes when she like tugged his tail i didn't think that was believable and the same veil her dress ripping Yes. I didn't even oh. identify how that happened. Believable tugging tails don't tug a leopard's tail. <laughs> <laughs> that is a believable thing to do in this movie. Tug a like well, tug a leopard's tail? No, to not tug a leopard's tail. Then they she was well, I mean she was holding <clears> on to <throat> it and he's like, You shouldn't do that. <laughs> uh when she even before the, the leopard Throwing rocks and hitting Boopy, smack dab in the head with a huge was, rock. It was a huge rock. When she when she threw just a handful of pebbles, <laughs> it, I laughed so hard I couldn't like because you know you're, you're waiting for like the little like dink dink like little Romeo and Juliet type of deal or whatever, and she just chucks a handful <laughs> of rocks all at the same time. <laughs> And then she's like, oh, those weren't big enough. So she came up with a rock like the size of a dinosaur egg. It was huge. And she was going to throw that. And she hits him in the forehead and he just topples backwards. Believable. And and then runs away. I wrote in all caps, Mr. Peabody is dead. Boopy. Boopy. Easily. Easily dead. Uh. Sending a leopard as a gift. Did that thing have a chaperone on its way from South America? Probably not. They put it probably just put it in a crate on a boat and send it on over. That's horrible. It's a tame leopard. That's <laughs> but for real, that's probably what they did. That's depressing. Yeah. Um, what else do you got there? Uh them stealing a car. Stealing the car again. Where are the keys? So, even he went the constable. He went from writing her a parking ticket to arresting her. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. That escalated very quickly. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Well, I'm going to give you a ticket," and then she kept talking. He goes, "Oh, by the way, you're getting arrested." <laughs> <laughs> but this whole dumb broad act worked so well. She's like, "Well, this isn't even my car." Yeah, that guy was an idiot, obviously, as we find out in the uh, end of the uh, movie. Yeah. But I was reading the facts about him. So she, I guess, was terrible at comedy when this movie started. And so he was like a known vaudevillain. Is that how you pronounce it? Vaudeville? Oh, I thought you meant like James. Vaudeville is a thing. I I thought you said Bond villain, like James Bond villain. And I was like, Rizzy? vaudevillain so like he was giving her tips and stuff on how to do comedy so she said we need to keep him around the movie set because he's really helping me so they like made him more in the movie so he could be on set to help her that's interesting that is interesting yeah 
And that's how Cary Grant started as a vaudeville. And so he didn't need any help because he knew how to do comedy. I didn't know that. I didn't either. And by the way, he was 34 when he made this film. Wow. How old is he when he died? I don't know. But he's kind of like Bill Murray to me. How we talked about Bill Murray always looks 55. Cary Grant always looks like 42. Yeah. Even with his gray hair. 42. The only time he started to look older is when he had his like bright white hair in what the 70s, 80s. Yeah. Here, I'm going to look up when he passed away because I feel like he was pretty old. He got his start like really early. No, well, that's the thing. He thought he didn't because this is one of his first films and he like Jimmy Stewart and those guys were already established at this time. So he thought him doing this at 34, he was getting a late start. Um, I can't believe he was born in 1904. And well, he, you just said this movie was made in 38, and I told you he was I 30. know, but it just seems yeah, far he's away. Yeah, 10-year-old Cary Grant. Uh, <laughs> uh, he passed away in 1986, so it's a good long life for all the drugs he did. <laughs> yeah, I have a hard time seeing him with Diane Cannon. Yeah. I don't know who that is. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Holy shit. He had a lot of wives. One, two, three, four, five. He played the field. What a rapscallion. <laughs> hey, he did men and women. He was very open. He was. Um. So, do you, okay. Let's continue with the believability list here. Yeah. Um, the dog leading them to different places where he's hidden things and then they dig stuff up. And then he's trying to reason with the dog at one point in the movie. They both do. They also they, reason with the leopard. I mean, she told she told baby to go down the stairs from her apartment and it was it just listened. Tame leopard. I preferred the fact that they thought singing controlled him because <laughs> they were always saying that stupid ass song. <laughs> No, I love George. George is probably one of my favorite parts of this whole entire movie. The the dog. Oh, he was so funny. The, and and uh, and then Gary Grant just getting up and following him yeah. at, during that dinner during party. The dinner. Excuse me. Excuse me. And then you just see him like walk around in a loop. <laughs> um, I couldn't figure out why they had their door wide open during dinner. Great question. Didn't notice. But now okay. that you said that, open you concept. It's nice outside. Why not? Everybody loves eating outside, especially Allison over here. I do. She tried I'll to play uh, games outside, and it was like fifty-two degrees. I said no. When the the sun was out, not anymore. Spent, not on our back porch. We spent the entire afternoon in the camper outside. I saw that. It looked fun. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Um, so do you have anything next here? Um, hunting a leopard with a croquet mallet and a butterfly net. I thought that butterfly net would have done a great job catching a leopard. Um, Susan pulling the bad leopard because we had a good leopard and a bad leopard. (laughs) I'm just going to say it. I'm pretty sure they put a mountain lion in a net on Tiger King on like episode two. Like they put like a net over its head and like I don't remember that. 
I don't remember that I'm, either. I'm per, I am like ninety five percent sure I saw them put like a, a net over a cat's head. I we're on the second to last episode, and I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I'm telling you. The stories are getting so hard to follow because of how much shit is happening. Every episode, you can't even believe what you're hearing, and it changes every single time that you watch another episode. Well, I just can't yeah, I believe know. it's real. I like see it's if real. She drinks it. Do you see her? What? No. She's. I- Oh, nope. She turned her nose up. I didn't tell you this morning, James. She smelled my feet today and was repulsed by them. That's I caught amazing. it. I caught it on camera because she <laughs> smelled my feet and then looked at me like this. <laughs> I have the picture. Maybe I'll post that. It was actually like that was a very good impression of your cat. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yep. Do you have any more? Leopard versus dog, and it was like a stalemate. Yeah, they didn't look like they were friends. No. That's I was very concerned about the filming of the animals during that scene. Uh, they forgot to lock the cell door. Like, what kind of police officer forgets to lock the cell door? Well, it seemed in character for him. He seemed like a jackass. Still unbelievable. <laughs> um... She was able to drag a leopard but with a rope. Yeah. No no way anyone is that strong enough that if a leopard's resisting you, you can pull them with a rope. No. James, you disagree or agree? Oh, I agree. We Humans suck. Animals beat our ass every time. Okay. Because he looked, I was like, is he thinking about if it's possible or not? No, I was watching our small leopard try to drink a whiskey sour. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I think I'm done. I think I'm done too, actually. Done with all of the points that I really wanted to make. Yeah. Uh, can just a side note here that silver dress in the beginning with that weird veil thing. What was, was that? that? She wore a lot of veils in this movie. Yeah, I didn't understand. She wore a veil the at veil. the end? That she looked like she came from a funeral. Yeah. It and, was bad. And then she had that. At, at first, it was so hard to see the veil. I told Allison, I said, does she just have humongous ribbons like flowing from her hair? Like, I just thought the edges were just ribbons that were in her hair. <laughs> like Pippi Longstocking. Yeah, like, just like <laughs> huge, like gar- garlands off of a Christmas tree. I, I will... hated that silver dress in general. Yeah. I also hated that fluffy white tulle thing that she was wearing when she called him on the phone. Oh, that was like, it was like light polka dots. Like, white. Uh, yeah, it was just like a see through poof. Of white polka dots over like whatever she was underneath. Whenever she but was, I loved the shoes. I don't remember them, but I do look. They closed up on her feet when she was running once, and I was like, "Ooh, that's nice." Oh, I missed that, but I really liked her pantsuit. That polka dotted pantsuit. Don't remember. Oh, okay. You're too bored. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I remember her wearing hats or a hat. Pants yeah, that hat like was weird. It was like half it, of a bonnet. It was. Oh no, there was the one hat that was kind of had like an Asian flair to it. Oh, I. Th- oh yeah, it was like. Yeah. I the one hat I remember was like the black hat she was wearing that 
looked like it was just like on the back of her and then it and shot it, straight up like a bonnet. Yeah. Was that when they were driving? Yeah. Did she Okay. When she was leaving the apartment, she put that on, I think. It was very I weird. Also, that. unbelievable. I would never let her drive after seeing her destroy my car and every car around it at the golf course. I'm driving from she, there on out. And then she ran into that chicken thing. Yeah. Oh. Well, because she wasn't looking at the road. And she yeah. Said, she was just a terrible driver. Well, I guess it would be hard to drive with a leopard in your backseat. Not Why? not if you're Ricky Did Bobby. It... <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. What does that even mean? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Why? Did it ever explain why the brother sent the leopard to her and not the aunt? Because the aunt's the one that wanted it. Yeah, it, that made no sense. Like, like it was just like all of a sudden the, the aunt got the telegram that also said that it was for her. I have no idea. But like she's the one that got it. I don't know. And I don't know, since we're on unbelievability, I don't know if this will all play in, like, all of the coincidences that happened throughout oh, the movie. Oh, super. Like, everything's a coincidence. I mean, them at the golf course, and then he sees her at the... Dinner? dinner pl- yeah, dinner. Mr. Peabody. Uh, yeah. Um, then the The aunt house- being the benefactor. Aunt being the benefactor baby climbing onto the roof of the psychologist's house that had been at the dinner place where they had met like maybe they all live at like a nice country club was that baby or was that the bad leopard i think it was baby because it was at least calm to the was it like singing along yeah because it was singing yeah the them and george and the cat were all singing that song (laughs) how about major applegate applegate Yeah, because he called him Apple Tree by mistake the one time. It's Apple <laughs> Gate. How about his whole tiger call where it's like, Ooh, and, <laughs> and the obviously dubbed leopard sound that came after it. So it's it's like, an echo. No, it makes a round tone because it's pear shaped. I was like, what are you talking what? about? And that guy was such a fucking fake. Like he's just like making stuff up. It's a loon. <laughs> what a weird character he had like no there was no explanation besides that the ant sort of knew him and he was just uh, turned up to 11 as far as a w- zany guy they were having a dinner party it was the smallest dinner party i'd ever seen small Those dinner party. people yeah yep some might say that's not a party somebody say some might say that's a dinner a dinner yes and if you're eating it in the kitchen with the door open you probably don't need to wear a gown <laughs> I did really like their bar though. That was a sick bar. Like they had a bar inside the aunt's house and it was really I- big stone like behind it. Did you watch this movie? Yes. I was just going to say I loved the house in general. Like there was stone everywhere. Like the walls were stone around the staircase. I just don't remember seeing that bar. When the when the tone when you hear the tone, it is seven forty one and three quarters. <laughs> yeah, he says in three quarters for the seconds. I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> How old do we think the clothes he found in that random dude's 
room were. Oh, the riding gear. Basically, that's what I thought it was. That's was it what riding I gear? It was too riding gear. It to seriously, ride it looked like colonial garb. No, I think that was to race horses in, yeah, or I just to like ride a, horses. Like horse riding gear. I think that's what is that what they still? Oh, wear? speaking of, I actually one of my la- one of my notes I forgot to get to, but it's still about um one of the one of the, one of the six. <laughs> well, it's still about what's up, Doc. But again, the taking his clothes from him, like him, like her going into the shower and he didn't have any clothes. Yeah, like that's also straight. That what's up, Doc? Basically took. I guess from this movie. It's, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like super, super similar. And I, and the fact that talked about how he was, sorry, I dropped my notebook. Had the controlling wife, be- like uh, fiance beforehand. Yeah. Like, that's ah, crazy. Yeah. It's, it's like a really similar movie. Instead of leopards, we got suitcases. Mm-hmm. That's it. Instead of instead of the jail scene, we have the party at the benefactor. Yeah. And or, or yeah, yeah. Or the judge. Or the ju- yeah, with the judge. <laughs> with her father. <laughs> when it ends, yeah. <laughs> Hi, daddy. So I'm just so, I'm just putting it out there. Maybe we need to look up some more facts about uh What's fuck. up, doc? What's up, doc? Yeah. And see if it was like clearly influenced or somebody has that written down somewhere. How's your drink doing? Uh, almost done. I got like probably three sips. Okay, we'll uh, finish this guy. Ooh, let's talk about the ending where she's rocking back and forth on the ladder without even realizing it. Did you see how fast she went up that ladder? Yes. She that, like ran. She ran up that ladder. And I don't know how you would begin rocking on that ladder like that. I have no idea. And then to jump on the brontosaurus. Completely and, ruin it. And how like I would have thought that it would have been put together a little bit more solidly like that but then I was like how would you test that you would have to have someone jump on the bones at the museum I don't know I I I think about that actually anytime I'm at the I'm at the Carnegie Natural Museum of History I'm like how solidly are these things put together they like glued are they like cemented yeah I don't know. I mean, you see wires and shit like holding up their tails. Sure. But like, I don't know. Are you researching it? Yes, I am. (laughs) He's like sitting here on his phone and I was like, all right, I think he's actually researching something. Uh, Do you want to talk about obstacles and then break for a drink or do you want to break? Okay. No, let's talk about obstacles. Obstacles to them falling in love. Her, (laughs) yeah, she's a nightmare, sort of, and that he's engaged. He's engaged. So they're just completely opposite. He's he's more than engaged. He's literally one one day or late to his wedding at this point. Wasn't he supposed to get married that day? So yeah, and that's another thing that was crazy too. Is like, where's his family? Where's the wedding to do? Is this going to be like a quick courthouse thing? Yeah, so they can get back to work on that brontosaurus. <laughs> Were they awake for forty-eight hours straight? It seemed like it. I was. I thought about that during this 
while they were in jail that night and they drove the night before or something like to when exactly did they sleep yeah i don't know i really don't know um did they sleep wait did they sleep after she fucking killed peabody and then they went their separate ways <laughs> because he was at his office and she called him at his office. Yeah, she so called that him was back like that next, next day? day before the wedding. Okay. I think. So she, so they did. You're right. So they were out late. She brained Boopy with the rock. <laughs> brained him. Brained Boopy. <laughs> <laughs> they ran. They went home. She called him in the morning. So they slept then. So that it was a straight 24 hours. Yeah, like they went all day, all night. Yeah, because that they were at. It was night whenever they were cooling or heating on their clothes from falling in the <laughs> that little stream. Yes, <laughs> and she burned his socks. It's shallow. We can wade across. <laughs> Are we on the other side? <laughs> yeah, Allison and I lost our shit when she just goes oh david i burnt your sock <laughs> or you're, no, you're, oh david your sock's on fire yeah. <laughs> it was just the way that she said it made it so funny and then she just threw the other one in so he didn't have only one sock well they um that's what they said she needed help with like delivering her lines so maybe somewhere she's listening and it's like man I delivered my lines well. I hope so, because I think she really did. I can't believe you didn't like this. Yeah, I thought it was really funny. And I, I'll have to say, because I wasn't on the podcast, but I I know that it went and took a dark turn after I left to go play video games, but I was enjoying the prospect of the apartment. Like, I thought it was so funny that this guy was just having his apartment taken from him. He's like this poor, like, college dude with a sock on the door, <laughs> but, like, in his workplace. I thought it was a towel. What? What? I thought you put a towel on no, your door. No, it's a sock. 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 Oh, I always just locked my door. But because Alice roommates... never had a key. Well, but I didn't say, but your roommates have a key. <laughs> Alice never had her key. <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? I just no. The apartment was horrible. Yeah, I well, I I enjoyed the premise of it in the beginning, but then obviously it took a dark turn. I had I was really high for. hopes for it. I was like, okay, it's a comedy. It's going to be a Christmas movie. Maybe this will get added to the yearly Christmas movie rotation. And then nothing no. says Christmas like suicide. Well, what about a Wonderful Life? Jokes on you. Different. Jokes on you. Ah! Take her. But I don't consider I don't consider it's a wonderful life a romantic comedy. Well, no, but Al- Allison just said nothing makes a great Christmas movie like suicide. And I said, well, what about a wonderful life? It's a wonderful. He life. does he does try it. He tries it big time. Actually, I I can't tell you if I've actually ever seen that movie. You've never seen that movie? No, I don't think I've seen it all the way through. That needs corrected. It, it, here's a, here's a little t- uh, tip. It's in black and white, so of course I haven't seen it all the way through. They have a they have a colorized version. That would help. 
So, made made. I'm not gonna say I made my second drink. Yeah, you you're living mixologist. Yes, my wonderful husband Bernard made my um second drink, and he just I did so much work for work today, like all day, and he just took the kid and did everything. It was great. That's awesome. Like, I really appreciated it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. So he switched the type of whiskey I'm using. So he went from a bourbon. Was which, it Wiggle Pennsylvania style? No. So bur- like true bourbon can only be made in Kentucky, he just told me. Or Tennessee. It's That's like true. scotch. Even I true, know that. True scotch can only be made in Scotland. Huh. So true bourbon only Kentucky and Tennessee. So I have a bourbon made in Philadelphia for this second drink. Okay. Whiskey. Sorry. It, it's an American whiskey. It's not bourbon. Made in Philadelphia for this one. So it does taste noticeably different. Good or bad? I don't like it as much. However, Bernard brought up the fact that the first drink sits for so long that maybe, like, as this sits, I'll like it better. Do you want to try this? Sure. Take a swig, James. No. (laughs) I caught just a whiff of the contents of the glass, which was (laughs) gasoline-like. Uh, the the lemon part is prominent because I took a very tiny sip and it's like I can get like that tartness, which is good, I guess. There but is not for no, me. You can't mask that it's not strong alcohol. Yeah. No, you cannot. Like some martinis of the mixed drinks, like you can't tell how much alcohol is in it. Like you know with this one. I would be curious to try an old fashioned again now that we're so many drinks and different types of drinks away from our first one. Maybe we do that for once we end the list. Yeah. And see if we like it better. Yeah. I I think we will because I never liked any um I never liked any type of whiskeys before this. I also like Wiggle makes an old fashioned like you just pour it and it's yeah. good to go. Yeah. And I'm wondering what that would be like. Yeah, that's in their like um quarantine bundle package. Yeah. I might look into it. We'll see. I find that one of their quarantine bundles is three bottles of it and I was like that's a lot of bottles of just straight old fashioned. I'd get sick of it. Yeah, I like the variety, mm-hmm. a variety. Mhm. So we're good with obstacles, right? Yeah. I mean, she's a disaster. Yeah, she's a disaster. He's not a disaster. He's a square, though. Right. He is. He is such a weird man. He's, How so? Well, I mean, he's just like a like he's just such a like a mousy kind of guy, and he's like, oh, uh, 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 like like when um, some of my favorite uh, scenes are when everybody's just yelling, and he just like keeps like trying to say something, and then he just like gives up. He he did it like two or three times throughout the movie. He's just like, uh, and and then he just puts his hand in his head and just like gives up. 
I lost it. I think this might be my favorite part of the movie when he comes out wearing her fluffy robe after oh, the shower. That, that was a whole thing. Oh, you mean for so when he goes to the door and he says, because I just went gay all of a sudden. Yeah, that that was the first time that phrase was used in pop culture. Okay. Whoa. So, yeah. So it was around. It had been around since the twenties, but no one had said it, like, I guess, in film or TV or song or anything. So he ad libbed that. It was completely improvised, and that's kind of like how it became, how it came to be widely known. Interesting. And he did like the jump thing with his hands, like oh, because I went gay all of a sudden <laughs> and just like jumped into completely improvised. It it was really funny. It was funny, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a very well-known movie, but I don't think it's his most well-known movie. Um, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm trying to think of, like, a prominent Cary Grant movie, and what comes to mind is North by Northwest. Absolutely, North by Northwest. You just see that poster, you know? And he's very masculine, take charge, in your face kind of guy in that movie. Mm -hmm. And he's not in this one. Mm -mm. Would you say Barnard North by Northwest? That's the first movie you think of with Cary Grant? Second one? Is there a second one? I think of Charade because I still think that's one of my favorite movies. Charade, yeah. I love Charade. And I always see his face. He's not dialed. Yeah. Like the squinty eyes. Yeah. <laughs> but again, take charge. Yeah. Like type A male dominant personality in that movie. Yeah. Um chemistry? Is that what we're talking about? Chemistry. Uh fantastic chemistry between the two of them. Like they are both like she goes like a mile a minute and he just stays like right with her and it's just so like everything they do together I thought was very entertaining and fun. I agree. I thought the chemistry was very good in this movie. They played well off of each other. Yeah. He even though he was like a standback kind of guy, he still made a retort to everything she said. Yeah, I liked them going in that river together whatever airing out together uh rolling around on the ground her laughing hysterically at how stupid he looked after he fell down that cliff and then she fell down and put the net on his head it's just all really cute yeah and i guess it's it, i guess it's opposite to track kind of thing yeah so they were they were truly opposites and they got along well together. But I mean, look at how bored he was before her. And like this whirlwind couple of days happen and by the end of it he's cuz he there was one part that I wanted to highlight um whenever she was crying. Do you remember that? He said that he just wanted her to leave and he was going to go find the leopard himself. And then she started crying. He almost manipulatively crying, manipulatively crying. But still, he almost kissed her. No, she I almost kissed him. I didn't notice an almost kiss. She almost kissed him. I don't think he I almost kissed like her. I feel like he almost kissed her. I don't think him and his fiance ever kissed. I don't think him and his fiance ever held hands. 
He's a They both held the intercostal clavicle, though. <laughs> Never underestimate a good clavicle. Yeah. Oh, that moment whenever he stepped on um, Susan's toe really hard so that she just sat down on the stairs like you know when he when he finally lost lost it and yelled at everybody (laughs) he just cracked so but you could tell in the beginning that he was very disappointed with the direction his life was taking yeah like when he was with his fiance he's like no kids no honeymoon like he didn't want his life to be all about work. So he knew something was missing and I thought that was important for them to introduce I think to so. kind of set up Susan. Yeah. For sure. I think I'm done chemistry wise. Yeah. I'm trying to think like if there was anyone else important. Like the whole cast together did really well in that jail scene. Mm-hmm. Like the constable played off of her and then David played off of them. Like how David left the jail cell when he was concentrating on yeah Susan, and then Susan went out the window when he was when the constable was concentrating on the other guys. Like they all had great chemistry together. Too, it was a good ensemble cast. Oh, speaking of that whole scene, um, I did look it up, and there was a few things saying like, yeah, the guy who wrote "What's Up, Doc" like based it on this movie. Like it was like he he really liked it was inspired by it so he made like his own take on basically the same story. So what's up, Doc? Do you remember Allison when it was made? Seventy something. When I looked it up, I think it was seventy eight because I looked up because I couldn't remember the name when we were watching, so I just typed in Barbara Streisand and like str- scrolled through all of her movies. <laughs> so I gotta tell you, you got seventy two. You got thirty eight to seventy two. And now it's about time another one was made, right? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's make it. Man, do you remember how good looking <laughs> Ryan good O'Neal was in What's Up, Doc? I will take Cary Grant over Ryan O'Neal any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Well, Ryan Ooh, on the Lord's nothing. Day. That's I, right. I mean, obviously. But I'm just saying... Ryan O'Neill was had a thing for him. I did just in that movie though. They were he was as the young folks say these days a snack. Oh, he was a snack. I will say he did <laughs> like he did, he was a good looking guy when he was like shirtless and stuff in the in the what's up doc. He looked good, like with just the bow tie. Carrie yeah. Grant looked good shirtless in Chip this and movie. Dale style. He was shirtless in this movie. Yeah, he kind of like peeked out he whenever peeked she around. stole his clothes. Whenever he was showering. Oh, okay. I don't consider that shirtless. I feel like you had, like, you could, like, he had, like, a towel on and you saw, like, a decent amount. Okay. Again, you're going to ask me if I even watch this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, an article from the AV Club starts off saying, a clever reinvention of bringing up baby. What's up, Doc? Stars Ryan O'Neal. So... That's like how they start their article. So there you go. It's a reinvention. All right. Directors, while you're in quarantine here, we need another remake of Bringing Up Baby and What's Up Doc. So start plotting um, actors and scripts and rise to the challenge. Yeah. Uh, I just saw a quote in my notes that's very funny. I'm pretty sure it was from Applegate. It, It says... 
don't you find it a bit chilly without guns? <laughs> I think it's whatever. <laughs> whenever you saw, yeah, whenever you saw the leopard. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was the bad leopard. It could have been e- any leopard. I love we don't that know. we lost track of. I love that there's a good leopard and there's a bad leopard. <laughs> was Applegate in anything else? Like he looked really familiar to me. He didn't look familiar. He sounded familiar to me, but I I couldn't figure out if I had ever seen him before. He just reminded me of the Duke of Weselton from Frozen 1. He did. He was in The Parent Trap. Yes, he was the pastor in A Parent Trap. There you go. Yes, thank you. Have you ever seen the original? Mm-hmm. I don't okay. remember it that well, though. I haven't seen it in quite some time. Disney Plus is better than the Lindsay Lohan one, and I know everyone wants to fight me for saying that, but I still say it. It was better than Let's the... get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So being the parent of a toddler, okay, so you have the Duke of Wesselton, right? The Duke of Wesselton. (laughs) In Zootopia, there's a scene in there where someone goes, this is Wesselton or whatever they call it. He goes, no, it's Weaseltown. Oh, that's That's great. That's fun. (laughs) Never picked up on that. Yeah. I don't, you know. So just with multiple rewatchings. It's all about it. Wait, so your daughter likes Zootopia? Mm-hmm. Loves Zootopia. She calls it Snoopy. It took us a solid six weeks to figure out she was trying to get us to watch Zootopia. As we tell her, we don't have Snoopy. Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> but why? There's no singing and dancing. Yes, there is. A little bit. Shakira's in it. Yeah, it's one song. I don't know. She just likes it. Yeah, because Utopia is a good movie. I, all I can think of is the animals. I don't know. Do you know why she likes Utopia so much, Bernard? I just get so mad at her that she doesn't like A Bug's Life. I'm sorry. She just really does it. And she was so super excited to see like new spider webs today outside. Like We, we looked at them for so long, but did she Bugs want you life. to touch him again? Yes, we fight about it. <laughs> touch it. Touch it, mommy. Touch it. I go, I go no, Dada will touch it. No, mommy, touch it. <laughs> no, mommy doesn't touch it. Dada, touch it. No, mama, touch it. I say, you touch it. No, I don't touch it. Mama, touch it. You know what you should say the next time? It's the spider's home. You don't want to ruin the spider's home by touching it. Wow, that's rough. I mean, that's, I think it would go through an organ and make sense. We found a uh, mama bird sitting on eggs today in our yard, like in one of our trees. So that's like our new fascination. That's pretty cool. Is it a robin? No. Uh, Bernard said he thinks it's a dove. Like a morning dove kind of situation? Like br- like a light brown? A gray? Yeah, like a light brown gray, yeah. Um. um we have a pair of them who sit on our deck almost every morning together, and we always, we just really like them. We think it's like Allison us. really likes it. I think it's fine, but she's like she's obsessed with them. I am. I think they're, they're gonna cute. hate it when they start shitting everywhere. They, they already, already do. do. <laughs> <laughs> and then whenever we were in, um, my car was covered in just like red berry shits, <laughs> like at the end of. Uh, the end of like the fall. 
But then we saw another two of them in Phoenix, and I was like, oh, James, they followed us here. Guys, that scotch is starting to hit. I'm just saying. I got to take this robe off. (laughs) So warm. Remember when I took my robe off the other day? (laughs) You're like, don't worry, I'm not naked. And then I started flinging my boobies everywhere. Ugh. Oh my god, how many layers are you wearing? What are we what Shut even part are we up. on? I have we two just did chemistry and a robe. You know, whatever. I'm trying to steer us back on track. We just did chemistry, right? James, why don't you go fuck off? Why don't you fuck <laughs> off? I got our cat. I can tell the scotch is really hitting someone else too, and it's Allison. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Hey, once you're a scotch drinker, you don't get drunk. That's right. Per <laughs> Stephen with a PH. I was going to say, thanks, Dad. That's right, Bernard. Once you drink scotch, you don't get drunk anymore. Nope. Um, Are we on Moment They Fell in Love or Iconic moment, Scene? Uh, moment They Fell in Love. Are we doing any coincidences or or uh, cringes? When's that coming anymore? I forget the new order because they're newer. Uh, we just put them in whenever coincidences we talked about. Yeah, we said like every, we said everything was a coincidence. I don't think there was any cringiness. I didn't think there was any cringiness either. I yeah, I don't. I, there wasn't a moment where I was like, Ugh. well, then let's check it off the list. Okay, <laughs> thanks, thanks, James. Yep. Um. So yeah, moment they fell in love. What do you guys think? There's a part that I wrote down where she finds out he's going to get engaged and gets really disappointed and then just keeps driving around the same house. He said like six times. That is factually correct. So I think somewhere around there and I think probably the fact that he was getting engaged and she couldn't have him anymore played into that. So, can we say that they're it's just love. not in love? Yeah. I don't think they're in love. She said that, she said, he's the only man I've ever loved before the dog took the bone. Like, that was pretty early on in the movie to announce that she loved this guy. So, I really don't think that she was in love with him. I think she has a lot of mental issues that she needs help with <laughs> i do maybe she secretly had been stalking him the whole time of the golf course and purposefully stole his golf ball from the very get-go could she have been a visitor at the museum and then had plotted this out all this time love at first sight baby stalking at first sight she's like joe and you Ooh, hey uh. have you ever watched easy a Yes, I love that movie. Oh, okay, good. Because I want to do that movie after the list because Joe's the romantic interest and it's just so funny. He is? Yeah. An easy A. Yeah. Oh, it's been a while since I've seen that. Woodchuck Todd. You got to watch Gossip Girl. I'll probably never do it. (laughs) I just love those high school shows. I, 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 I just really get into crime shit and then it takes me and then I don't want something light. I want to be dark and depressed all the time. 
That's good. All the time. I want it broken like me. (laughs) (laughs) James, you're so lucky. (laughs) I try to do light stuff all the time. The the lightest stuff we do, actually, though, is what? Twice a week, we watch Disney Food Blog and get ourselves hyped about Disney World every week. Uh, No, and we also watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine and we watch the Goldbergs religiously. That's true. And we're waking our way through the Fast and Furious movies. Love those. I was disappointed with Fast 6. I didn't like it as much as Fast 5. Of course not. However, I think you'll like the next one where they introduce Jason Statham more than Fast 6. Fast 7 is better than Fast 6. Yeah. I I just kept like there was too much I felt like there was too much exposition in Fast 6. I was like, I don't just stop stop explaining shit. After Fast 7, you will never go anywhere without a 30-pound pipe wrench with you. Okay. Yeah, I've I, it's so funny cuz like Allison always asks me like what's happening and I have no idea. Like they're all so <laughs> put together in my mind. I can't even tell you what happens in four, five, six, seven. Like it it took me forever to real- remember that five was the one with the Brazilian bank heist. So I watched one, two, three. We were gonna watch four, but it wasn't free on demand because we have the uh we have the eight pack on dvd absolutely blu-ray and 4k i think but it's downstairs not in our bedroom so, so you I, don't want to watch <laughs> so we didn't want to watch it so i was like well fast five is free can i just skip four and watch five and then we don't have to leave the bed <laughs> I, yeah, I, don't, I honestly did. four four is okay it's not the best it's like but then yeah. i we I started five and i That's was the like one where they're driving through the tunnels between the u.s and mexico like with the drug cartel <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. but then yeah. that's all i remember michelle though. rodriguez died apparently spoiler alert and i was like where'd she go yeah i think that's actually in the beginning and then gal gadot shows up in four and that's why she was there in five is that how you say her name yeah it's gadot I always call her Godot. Yeah, I it sounds to nicer too. to say Godot, but apparently it's Godot. But I, you know what? I'm taking it back. Let's go Godot because she's beautiful and her last name should be beautiful as well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can't have, like you can't have that. Godot like, does sound better than Godot. 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 Like, go put a Godot on the. What <laughs> is that thing called in math? The court. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the coordinate plane. You put a dot on the coordinate. I'm sorry. You put a good dot on the coordinate plane. <laughs> I, I don't even what know what, you're, what are you no What are you saying? Idea. What the hell you're talking about? The coordinate plane. You know, it's a coordinate plane where it's sectioned one, two, three, four, but in Roman numerals, and you plot it on the x-axis. A domino. <laughs> No, there's an <laughs> x-axis and a y-axis. It's a coordinate plane. Oh, oh, oh. I I couldn't hear coordinate. I just kept he- hearing corn or like, <laughs> go- I don't know what you were saying. Coordinate plane. A good With dot on the coordinate plane. and a y-axis. And you know, you plot your x-axis first and it's zero and then it goes one, one, one and then negative one, negative two, negative three. It's all I watch, I watch back. Billy it's Bush on Hollywood Access. <laughs> it was so weird that you're saying Access like that. Access. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Access. 
there's access of uh ATM or access of door, and then there's axis. Axis. You're saying access. The Y axis. <laughs> <laughs> What's the what were the bad people in World War II called? The access. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get Bernard in on this? Yeah, you got it. I think you just saw him go to the bathroom, but we gotta we gotta wait. No, I think he went downstairs to go get some more scotch. Uh, well, we're we gotta wait for him. Okay. Um Moment so, they fell in love. Oh kids, yeah, for you or if me. You're, if you're wondering, the coordinate plane does not come in handy later in life. <laughs> Seeing as how three professionals who make a fairly decent living or above average living are able to survive without it. Oh, Bernard. (laughs) Hey, Bernard. What is the name of the bad people, Italy, Germany, Russia, and World War II? Okay, Russia wasn't with them. Yeah, they're not Russian. Japan. <laughs> they were called the Axis. He says it normal. That's right. Marie, what is it called? So they're making fun of me because I called it the Y Axis and the Y Axis. <laughs> <laughs> he, he laughs and leaves. There you go. <laughs> that's the, that's the on end. The, on the coordinate plane, it's the Y Axis and the X Axis. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, there's Hollywood access, <laughs> and then there's access. Bernard's out. He's out. But we just needed to get his ruling. Okay, and, uh, <laughs> that was very satisfying. I'm glad you found it to be so. <laughs> At your expense. No, it's all right. <laughs> it's all right, I'll live. Let me just take another drink of my scotch. Um, oh, my gosh. James, what do you have to say about the moment they uh, fell in love? Yeah, I was I was going to agree with you on her for sure, where she definitely like she sounded very disappointed when she heard he was having a marriage, a marriage coming up. And then with him, I I honestly don't know. I mean, he says he had a good time with her when he was like getting out of the car, and he like likes hanging out with her when it's quiet, but it's never quiet or something. He says that, but. I don't know. I guess at the very end when he says, I realized I was had the time of my life over the last couple of days, but I, I don't I don't I don't know. I have to say though, part of me did wonder if um <laughs> he's still saying it in the background, I can see his lips moving <laughs> and yes. saying access and access. Bernard is comparing the two ways to say that word. And he's laughing at me. <laughs> <'Cause you're laughs> in the background. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> what? Thank you for thinking so. so that's so that's my answer. Did uh, Marie have you oh. given yours yet or now? Wait, or, you, know, you said you said they're not in love, right? You, I don't did... think I don't think they're in love. I think she has. I think she's bored and lonely, and I think he realizes something's missing in his life. Do you think um, he just but... gives in at the end? Is it like if you can't beat him, join him thing? Here's no. here's a question. I don't think it's that. Thanks. Uh, I don't think it's that. I think it is. He had one extreme and he didn't like it. 
So he went in the opposite direction with her. So he's just got, it's kind of like a teenager rebelling against his parents. I can see that. Well, the other question I had was I, I missed like just the one little second of the interaction at the very end where it almost seemed to me like he wanted to get away from her because he knew that everything was kind of crazy, but maybe also because he knew that he liked her. But it also almost seemed that once she said she had the million dollars to give to him is when he changed his mind and said like all that stuff about having the most fun and that he loved her and stuff. But I didn't, I didn't know if that was true or not. Like, I, I didn't know if I like missed something. I love like I love the facial expressions because Allison is like I hate that idea and I am like that's something that well it almost (laughs) seemed like that's what happened because like because it seemed like she's like oh you want to be away from me you want to be just let me talk to you and then she's like I have the money for you and he goes I've always I loved you like it seemed like there was a real quick turnaround and I missed either I missed something or that's what changed his mind. I'll have to like, go back and watch it again or something. So, do you think he was money grubbing? I hope not. I don't know. It just seemed like uh, it. It just seemed like he had like a weird change of tone, like right after she said that. But I don't know if it was meant to be that way or not. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like it might have been there. Because he just really wanted to finish that brontosaurus. <laughs> you got to get that clavicle in there. Well, apparently she they're going to need that million dollars because he has to put that whole fucking thing back together. I mean, does he just get fired after that? Not Unless if he brings museum. Not if he, he brings not if he brings a million dollars in. I in wonder. Ni- in 1938 gonna- money. I'm, that's what I'm looking at. What is a million dollars in 1938? That's got to be... That 100, has, well, $100 in 1960 is 817 mm, or whatever. Yeah, it's got to be like it's got to be like $15 million or something. A million dollars in 1938 would be worth $18,345,957. Yep. So, yeah, that would probably give him some clout. Yeah. Get him $18 million. I don't think he'd be fired. No, I don't think so either. So do you think he stays with her for just the money? I don't know. I don't think they stay together. I think he... Oh, so... Okay, so we're going to tie this in. Okay, so you don't think they stay together. I also don't think they stay together. I think you lose your mind if you stay with her for 60 years. Uh, See, I think they stay together. I think he's too wimpy to be apart from her. I don't think he can break up with someone. So unless Mm. she breaks up with him, they're staying together. But I also think there's a good chance that she would find somebody else and move on because she's such a flighty person. Who she would have to find the right personality. Like who's gonna take her? No one. Nobody. I mean, do you would you guys deal with that shit? No. I already do. What? <laughs> oh I'm just kidding. I'm not like that. Although whenever I want to do something, I do wear him down. 
Inab them. Oh, yeah. Down to a nub. So, iconic scene. I have mine at the ready. Ooh. I have mine ready, too. I, I you guys go first. I got to think about it. You want to go first? That's fine. Uh, my iconic scene is in the jail when she's cowering behind David and he's holding the stool, holding back the bad line with a stool. And she's cowering and everyone else is in the jail cells behind them. That's my iconic scene. That's pretty good. That's my iconic scene is whenever Susan and David are holding George singing I can't give you anything but the but love while the the leopard's on the roof. I can't give you anything but love, baby. Yeah. I think mine is just her trying to get out of that parking spot. Like, I I think the entire interaction of him standing on the running boards yelling at her that it's his car. And she's like, what do you mean this is your car? And just driving away. Like, it just sets up the whole movie. And that's what I think of. I I, think that's a terrible iconic scene. I think you're terrible. (laughs) I don't think it's a good iconic scene. Uh, That's what I think of when I think of this movie. That's what I remembered from the first time. And it's what I'm going to remember from the second time. It does sum up their relationship. It is just like banging your head up against a wall. I do like that he (laughs) I do like that he is on the side of her car while she drives off twice during the course of this movie. And he just yells back to Mr. Peabody and he's just like, I'll catch up with you later. I'll I'll be back in a minute. (laughs) I'll be with you in just a minute, Mr. Peabody. I think I saw he says it seven times in the movie. Yeah. So we already did do they stay together, right? I say yes. And we said no. no. Any final thoughts here? No. I thought it was a really good movie. It's probably one of the best ones in a while. I mean, obviously, besides like Groundhog Day was really good, too. The one thing I want to ask you guys in terms of final thoughts is if he says this was the best day of his life. Why'd he run up the ladder to get away from her? I that's a really good question. Because he's lying for that money. Maybe I found something out. I don't but I, I don't know if that's true or not. I d I don't know if they're gonna make him look like that at the end of the movie in nineteen thirty eight, but who knows? Mm-hmm. But that I was think my one thing I didn't get. What had had his engagement already been called off? Like when did that happen? When at the jail? No, it was um that at the museum when she calls him, you're just a butterfly. It had to be what, like a half an hour to an hour earlier in the day than when Susan <laughs> Because other than that, I was thinking if, if he still hadn't like completely ended things with his fiance, then maybe he just was just trying to get away from her and get his life back to normal, even though he knows she's crazy and he likes her and whatever, but another final question so they talk about taking that leopard to the gas chamber like like was yeah that a, what was that all about like the gas i don't know chamber? i he, guess because the it one was guy a- was just like go to this address they have a gas chamber what is who <laughs> i guess the fact that it's a bad leopard it tried to maul somebody i don't know is that how you put your pets to sleep back then? You put them in a gas chamber? 
I have 227 tigers and I not put one of them in a gas chamber. It's that's such a good impression. Saved it for the end for you guys. <laughs> I will not be able to get over that all night. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's a really good impression. <laughs> really. I'm gonna I'm gonna shave a handlebar mustache. <laughs> After quarantine, while quarantine's still going on, before I have to go anywhere, you gotta mullet it. Uh, I w- I wish I could. My and hair doesn't die grow. Just right there. Also, my bald spot in the back of my head's gonna be a real problem. No, I guarantee you that Joe Exotic has a bald spot. Well, we know that. Uh, what's this? The other guy, Jeff Lowe, has one for sure. He has yeah. the whole. He has the the uh the hat and the bandana. Son of a bitch. Balding eagle. God, I can't I get name. so bad. I get so mad because it's like the rage on social media right now. So I see all these spoiler headlines, and I'm like, "Damn it, he runs for governor! Damn it, his one guy dies!" And I'm whispering because I don't want Bernard to hear. Did you see that? No, oh I yeah, 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 yeah. I won't spoil it for you, then. No, no, no. I we we got there. That oh, was, okay. I was I was thinking so hard. I knew. Uh, I said the one guy is like Brett Michaels with the uh, the, the bandana underneath a hat because Brett Michaels is going bald, obviously, but he hides it and still hasn't come to terms with it. But if you have the money that Brett Michaels has, why just not get plugs? Dude, I don't think they always work. I don't know if they can work for like big long hair. I, I, I honestly don't know how they work. Uh, Brett Michaels did it, or no? I'm sorry, he just said Brett Michaels, so I just said Brett Michaels. Uh, Matthew McConaughey did it. What? If you look at his hair in like The Wedding Planner and How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days to like later movies, there is more hair. No. Yes. I have no rationale. Just. No. Steve Carell for sure. No. They just all have good genes. But you gotta look at the hair progression. The first episode of The Office. I just want to hold myself to unrealistic expectations and always fall short. Okay. You do that. Are you serious? You can tell this stuff? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like those are the James? two. Those are the two people who, for sure, like what about like seeing people's hair coming back or whatever. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I'm paid, I haven't paid attention to Steve Carell and like I, I never really watched The Office because I didn't like it. So the um, like Steve Carell to, for me is the forty year old virgin, and that's pretty much it. And uh, crazy stupid love. Okay, I like that you referenced the list before you said the title. I couldn't remember. I was like, I know, it was the very first thing you did. This list is very handy that I have taped on my wall. Well, since it's so handy, tell us what our next movie is going to be. We got some big ones coming up, guys. Next up after this is Some Like It Hot, which is a very famous one. one. Some more Jack Lemmon. I'm worried now that I didn't like bringing up baby as much as I thought I would. I'm worried about some like it hot. Uh, after that is Princess Bride. 
Something I probably wouldn't have called a rom-com. Yeah, it's on. I mean, it's a great movie, but is it a rom-com? We'll have to find out in two episodes. <laughs> I like Minerva was actually looking at the list for a minute. She was oh, like, really? <laughs> Yep. Yeah, so I mean, we're getting down to the nits grits here, and getting down to the top ten. All right. Um. So out of martini glasses, guys, what do you got? I give it a f- solid four point five. I give it a four. I don't think it stood the test of time for me as much as I had hoped it would. I'm surprised you gave it a four. I think I'm yeah. gonna give it a. I think a four point five. I was gonna say four, but I think I gave. Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall a four, and I think it's a more of a classic rom com than that. So I'm gonna give it a four and a half because it's there. It's really good. You definitely need to watch this movie if you haven't seen this movie. Um, it's nostalgic. It's a classic. Cary Grant, Catherine Hepburn, they're huge figures in um classic film. So definitely watch this movie. Speaking of classic figures in film, our next uh, rom-com coming up, Some Like It Hot, another old movie with some classic film figures. And I think we've all seen this movie, right? Yeah. Yes. Allison made me watch it. A couple, like a year or two ago? A couple years ago, yeah. I bought it. So I guess until next time, right? Yeah. All right, Some Like It Hot is coming up. Until then, watch up. Drink up. And cheers. Bye, cool cats and kittens.